Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Mike Kennedy joins us. Uh, thanks for being on with us. We're curious what your thoughts are through 10 games, Wichita State basketball. There's been some highs. I've been impressed with quite a few of the games, actually, that I've watched. Uh, but not really the last two. What do you think is going on with Shocker basketball at the moment? I guess for me the bottom line would be that they have been farther along probably than I thought they might be by this point in the season. Just all the newness, new staff, a lot of new players, uh, not the deepest team in the world. Um, I, I think, you know, all in all it's positive. Certainly Saturday night was a major disappointment for everyone. Um, but I guess, you know, those are inevitable. Those may happen from time to time, especially when you're building something, you know, doing uh, the show with coach Mills on Monday night. Um, he definitely um, was disappointed. A lot of things to correct, but um, I think felt like it may have been an important step in the players realizing some things that they've been trying to get across to them that maybe they didn't, totally accept and that 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 really brought it home to them so i think you know we'll see what happens this saturday night but i think that could be an important step in the development of this team so you mentioned not the deepest team what do you think the seven-man rotation means on a bigger picture if anything i know we expected maybe something from jacob germany it doesn't sound like that's going to materialize but maybe not using it as a developmental year for for the freshman joy eager i don't know how to pronounce the last name but you know some of those does it does it mean that he's trying to win right away and maybe not looking at, at it as a developmental year for some guys or am i just thinking about that too deeply no to some extent i think that's been the goal is let's Let's play the guys that give us the best chance to win. Let's try to win as many as possible. Uh, certainly, uh, they you know they've been through a lot of college basketball seasons. They know that seven's a little bit of a short number. A lot of teams don't play more than four or so four seven extensively, but usually there's an, an eighth or ninth guy that play a little more than these have. I think in in Joy's case. Uh, you know, I think physically he's ready to help them. It's just a matter of uh, there's been a lot to learn. His background in basketball in Africa wasn't real extensive based on the normal freshman coming into major college basketball. And so there's been a lot for him to pick up. And uh, But I, I still think uh, no matter what happens with this current ruling by the judge about uh, the eligibility of Ronnie DeGray, for instance, 
that maybe the best chance to add to the the depth eventually is for Joy to play more. Jacob Germany has just not turned out to be what you would have thought from his stats at uh, his previous school. Uh, it's not to say that he couldn't still help them some. So I, I think they really went into this looking at it as we've got seven guys we know we can count on. Let's get them in the best shape possible. Uh, they've even taken some steps. I think they feel like, uh, for instance, an Xavier Bell is athletic enough to be more aggressive on defense and, and maybe come up with some steals occasionally, and they've kind of backed him off of that because he needs to play a lot of minutes, and they don't want him getting in foul trouble. Mike Kennedy, our guest, longtime voice of Wichita State Athletics. Uh, let's talk about attendance, Mike, because it's uh, obviously attendance – had fallen off the past the previous two years. COVID uh, took its toll, and we saw attendance the other night down at Intrust Bank Arena that I think was a shock to the system for many because that game has always been pretty well attended. There was a time when it was a sellout uh, waiting to happen, 15,000 people strong. Uh, how concerned are you and how concerned do you think uh, the Shocker Athletic Department is about attendance? Well, I'm sure the, the athletic department is is concerned overall, and I know that they've been working really hard in the off season to keep tic- uh, season ticket sales at as high a level as possible. Um, you know, I, I figured you would ask me about this, and, and my my response is we could probably do a whole show on this and, and barely scratch the surface because there are so right. many factors involved. And you mentioned that I think the COVID thing changed everything for, for everybody. But, uh, you know, the fans here, I hate to use the term, but got a little spoiled. And uh, so I think that's been a factor. I think that, you know, the age, the overall age of the Wichita State fan base has been getting older and older over time. And so I, I think that's, you know, some of those people still support it financially or, or still, you know, really care about it, but they have winter homes somewhere else, those kinds of things. They just don't get around as well anymore. So I think that plays into it. Uh, something, something that's been mentioned to me uh, that's, a, that's a trend that people have studied is that, Younger people, uh, if you will, kind of the the new wealthy or the up and coming, you know, young prominent citizens in the community are part of a generation that doesn't tend to make long term commitments to things like, say, season tickets. That they might come to every game, but they'll buy an individual ticket for that particular game. So there's a lot of stuff that plays in. The biggest thing that's a disappointment to me is this has been a fun team to watch. They play a fun style of basketball. They play together well. Uh, you know, I just I think if people would get out and give it a look instead of taking a, a deep wait and see type of approach to things, that they might enjoy what they see. This is probably strictly a, an opinion question. I don't I don't know that there's a whole lot of inside information uh, that's being put out. But do you think Bijan Cortez ever plays for Wichita State from the way, 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 way outside looking in? I, it's hard to tell if the commitment is there from both sides. It seems like, you know, the Shockers are trying to get him eligible. 
but who knows if he ever will be. And do you think it's possible that they just, hey, we'll we'll find we'll recruit our point guard, we'll get a point guard in the in the transfer portal, and just go a different direction? Uh, I, you know, honestly, Jeff, I don't have all of the information, but it's it's my understanding that it has to do with where he was in his progress toward graduation at Oklahoma and started making up some hours in the summer, but then uh, OU said that those hours should have been made up there. And and so I think that there is some kind of possibility that he could still get eligible for the second semester. But if not, he still has another – he still has a year of eligibility available. He's been practicing the entire time. I I think they see him as a player definitely – can contribute, if not this year, then in the remaining year, and we'll be familiar with the system. And so uh, my thought is if he doesn't play this year, that he will next year. Now, that's, you know, that's not a 100% sure thing, but uh, that's that's just my feeling more than, than it's a now or never thing. Mike Kennedy, our guest, voice of the Shockers. Uh, Southern Illinois, the next opponent. Uh, you and I both had uh, many days uh, covering Wichita State uh, when they were members of the Missouri Valley Conference. It's been a little while now, uh, but for me, and I don't—I won't speak for you—but I think I probably know how you feel. Uh, those were remarkably enjoyable and fun times uh, when Wichita State was in the Valley. Of course, we—we uh, we both applauded their move to the American, and I'm not looking back on that. And second-guessing it whatsoever, but it's cool to have a Valley opponent coming up, isn't it? It is for me, and, uh, you know, I don't know how to phrase it exactly. I I agree with everything you just said, first of all, but uh, I've been, I I guess the term would be proud or or sort of gratified that, that the Valley has kind of held its own and held its head up. And Darren DeVries has done a great job at Drake. And some of the other programs have at least for a year or two or three at a time have put some good, uh, good runs together, have had some good teams. Southern Illinois is coming off a, a 23 win year last year. That was the best year they'd had since their coach, Brian Mullins was a sophomore point guard for them. And so uh, I'm, I'm happy to see those things, and I'm happy to see the league still doing well. And, and yeah, it is it is fun to play those those schools again. Uh, I'm sure you remember Mike Reese, their longtime play-by-play broadcaster, Absolutely. and he just retired last spring. And I sent him a text when the schedule came out and said, oh, yeah, now we finally play you, and you're not coming. And uh, it ends up he's going to drive down here with a friend for the game, and we're going to have lunch on oh, Saturday. Wow. So. But it's it's fun to renew those uh, you know those relationships and uh, you know certainly there were some of those places you know Southern Illinois was one of those those arenas where when they weren't going well there wouldn't be very many people there but some of the good years they had that place was electric and it was a fun place to go play and the, the same could be said for some of the other arenas around the conference and so. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I think it's good to keep those things going. It still makes a lot of sense when you get the right one on the schedule. Uh, there hasn't been uh, a basketball relationship with Missouri State since the Shockers left the Valley. But, I mean, that's a program that's been good at times and geographically the travel and everything makes sense. So I hope some of that can continue. 
Uh, do you have any similar feelings yet about the American? Because I have not uh, worked in the newspaper industry since Wichita State joined the American, so I haven't been to these different places. And, I, of course, the, the American has changed uh, considerably since Wichita State joined. Do you have any similar feelings of uh, good feelings about the, the current state of things and the American? It's it's a little bit hard to get a feel for some of that because of all the transition. Uh, you know, Houston, when we first came into the league, wasn't drawing anybody. And then they got really good a year or two later and started filling their arena. Uh, you know, SMU has not been a, a great venue. I like, I like the arena, but they don't draw especially well. Uh, and the same kind of with UCF, which is leaving the league. So, you know, I don't know how much of that has an effect. I have a feeling North Texas is going to be a, you know, a good place in the league that UAB certainly could be FAU. I'm sure is excited right now. Uh, Memphis, now that they're, they're up there at the top and a very good program. They, they put, if not a full house, a lot of people in the FedEx forum. And so, uh, just from the standpoint of atmosphere and some of the places we play, uh, it's pretty good. And I, and I think that, you know, you look at the teams that have left, the schools that have left, uh, Houston right now is a top five program. So you're not going to replace that probably, but you get an FAU that was in the final four and is top 20. So that's a, you know, that's good. Memphis is a, a tournament level program. Uh, some of these others have, have exhibited that they can be. So I, I think that, the top to bottom, I don't think the league has really lost anything. Cincinnati's having a good start, but they haven't been what they were when Mick Cronin was there. So I don't know that the league has lost a lot. I still think it's a good place for the Shockers to be. Uh, I think it can be consistently a multiple bid league. I hope more than even two. I hope it's going to be a league that at times will have three or four, you know, tournament teams, but, uh, it's still, I, I think, overall in perception and a lot of things, it was still a, a step up for Wichita State and a good move. And before we let you go, we have to ask you about Shohei uh, joining your Dodgers and the Dodgers <laughs> seemingly in on every player uh, not named Babe Ruth. Uh, how do you feel about all that? Well, it's exciting, but, you know, it would be nice if they win a playoff game sometime. I mean, that's <laughs> they had a, had a team that had the best record in franchise history and couldn't get past the first round of the playoffs. I, that's that's been disappointing. So, uh, and and I like Dave Roberts, but I got to think that uh, this is really show or go for him. If you can't if you can't go a little farther with Shohei as part of an already loaded lineup, then uh, maybe it's time to look for somebody else to run the thing. All right, Mike, good catching up with you. Uh, best of luck on your call Saturday night. Uh, old times, Southern Illinois visiting Coke Arena. We appreciate your time. Hey, one quick one quick mention. Uh, if anybody's on the fence thinking about coming, Southern Illinois has a guard named Xavier Johnson, who I have watched on TV. He is the real deal. Might be one of the best guards in the country. Could be an All-American. Uh, it should be a fun game Saturday night. Yeah, he is fun to watch. Uh, good plug. Thanks, Mike. All right. Thank you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.